there was a release of some things and we've been ushered into, I believe, what we've been calling augmented reality. And augmented reality, meaning that it's a greater reality of the kingdom that, that God, that, that is available for us, that we are actually in the midst of. And so last week was just kind of just, uh, well, not just, but it was a, a release of several things uh, which spawned, you know, the series that we're upon now. And so this past Wednesday, we talked about arise quickly, arise quickly, and even the timeliness and, and just even some things as far as for just being on time, being early. But also when God says, hey, it's time to get up and wake up, what do we need to do? <laughs> we need to wake up and we need to arise quickly. So we've been in the book of Acts 12. That's been our, our base scripture, and we've been just walking through it slowly. It's some things that the Lord has been revealing and releasing, and I'm telling you the ultimate end uh, will be a transformation. Like you won't, I, I almost want to say you won't even recognize yourself, but you will. <laughs> it, was, it is a self that we've seen and we've been shown, and so it'll be uh, some instructions uh, that'll be released. And so Acts chapter 12, you can turn with me. I'm going to read it again. It's like, well, man, we read this uh, before, but we're going to read it again because it's some more. <laughs> it's some more today uh, that's, that's, that's going to happen. I'm telling you, I'm excited. All right, so Acts chapter 12, uh, verse 1 through 7. And thank you again for joining with us, for those that are with us for the first time, for those that are back with us again. We do not take it lightly that you're here uh, visiting with us. All right, I'm in the New King James Version here, and it says this. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand, his hand to harass some from the church. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now, it was during the days of unleavened bread, so it was already feast time taking place. Verse 4, so when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer, somebody say constant prayer, was offered to God for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out that night, Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Verse 7, here we go. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison and struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. Somebody say, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Angels struck him, gave him the command, gave him the instruction. And in that word, I know that there was an anointing to help him to arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. So now, you know, I've been underlining all kinds of stuff and highlighting, and it's just it's like the, the slower we go, the more I see. And it's not because I see just because I'm so great, but I see because it's been shown. <laughs> That's the difference. It's been shown. The Lord's like, hey, look. I'm like, oh, I didn't see that before. He's like, I know. <laughs> 
Yes, well, thank God for us. Yeah, we want to be able to see what he's showing, right? And his chains fell off his hands. Okay, so here we go. We go this is going to be so slow, but it's going to be so purposeful. And his chains. That's what it says in the New King James translation as well as the New American Standard and the King James and as well as some other translations. Some translations say in the chains, but it's just something about how in the King James and then in even some literal translations it reads, and his chains. And his chains. Now, it's interesting because, you know, we think just within the natural, we think, well, okay, well, that's just a statement to describe who was wearing the chains. And we might think that can be the case. And, 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 of course, we know that Peter was in chains. But then when I started looking that it says, and his chains, how often do we actually have chains that we say are mine? How often do we say, hey, these chains, this affliction, this diagnosis, this is something that belongs to me? And his chains. You know, I've, sometimes, you know, hear people, and I kind of, the more and more I hear it, the more I kind of start to wince because, you know, sometimes you could say, I'm diabetic. Or I'm this or I'm that. There's certain things that physicians could say about my own life and say, well, you're this. And, it's like, and then my response is, no, I am not. These are not my chains. <laughs> no, no, no. It may be something that you may be dealing with. It may be something that you are. I mean, the way I like to say it, this is a condition that is being overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. But this is not something that I am. I am not broke. And it's real easy to do because sometimes you could be in a casual, in a conversation, and then the words that kind of just come out of your mouth. But you need to be, and we need to be sensitive to make sure that we catch it when we start to say, I am something that God did not say. The Bible said, and his chains, and his chains. The thing about it is, you know, we want to be careful and, and mindful and aware to understand because chains, especially in that time period, were made out of iron. Iron, symbolically speaking, oftentimes in the Bible has to do with power. So one thing that we don't want to do is give power to something that should not have power over us. And then the thing that binds us becomes us. Oh, yeah, that's a heavy statement. But I need to say that again. The thing that binds us or seemingly binds us shall not become us. But when we say, oh, these chains are mine, this is who I am, this is what other people have said, so I got this too, then we're giving permission for the power of that very statement or that very word to now restrict us and restrain us and bind us. We give it more power than it ought to have. And actually, it shouldn't have any power at all. So that's why we, we got a war. Because there's things all the time that certain statements and certain things are trying to come. It's like, oh, you're just like your dad, or you're just like your mom, or you're just like such and such. No, I am not. I know that's right. <laughs> 
You got to say what thus saith the Lord. Somebody say, these chains are not mine. <laughs> these chains are not mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it even now. And as I know sometimes sometimes people might be replaying right now. What have I said? What have I released out of my mouth that maybe I've been saying and unaware because these chains have been trying to become me? It's like, oh, we just need you to adopt this statement and say, hey, these chains are yours. But it's like as soon as we catch it and say, nope, they're not, they don't have my name on them. They don't have my DNA attached to them. This does not have power over me. And his chains, but look what it says this, fell off. <laughs> and his chains fell off. The Bible was real keen to share with us how Peter was loosed. This is not a detail that should just be easily passed by. Because we see here that the chains were not broken. The chains were not loosed by a key. There was not a war. There was not all this resonance. I, I got it. Angel, I'm going to arise up, but I got to get these chains off. Ah, yeah, and I got to struggle and fight and do and do all this and straining and struggling. What did the Bible say? The chains fell off. And the slower I go, the deeper I see because the fell off, of course, it also means fall to the ground. But the Greek also translates and says, it has no power to be without effect. I'm like, wow. It's almost as if when the angel showed up, struck Peter on the side, gave him the command and said, raise up, that the chains were inconsequential. Like, these chains don't mean anything. The angel didn't even come to even think about the chains. It was like, hey, Peter, get up. And then the chains, those chains were strong, right? Those chains have bound many men. But as soon as there's an encounter, as soon as there's a word that says, arise, wake up, them chains just have to say, oh, there's a greater power that's here. I know I got some strength. I know I've bound plenty of people, and other people are bound to these chains, but there's a greater authority that has shown up. Chains fell off. Fell off. Ah, oh, so sometimes we feel like we have to wrestle with stuff, and we don't even have to wrestle with it. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes we wrestle with things and we don't have to wrestle with the angel. It's like, no, get up, wake up. Somebody say chains, say the chains are off. Oh, say the chains are off. Peter didn't remove them. The consequence is that these chains do not have power over you. 
cannot restrict you, cannot restrain you, cannot bind you, cannot pronounce another identity over you. Chains fell off. (laughs) Chains fell off. And look at where they fell off. His hands. His hands. Now, we read it again in verse 1 because this is important. Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some of the church. Now, of course, we know in the natural, it doesn't mean that he just stretched out his hand. I mean, he could have. But that hand also actually means his authority. He stretched out his ability. He stretched out his authority to harass the church. Mm. So now we see, you're going to see some hand-to-hand. Well, it's almost like hand-to-hand combat, but it really ain't a combat. (laughs) Because we know that God's hand is greater. But what authorities will try to do, they'll try to stretch out their hand to harass. Anybody ever been harassed before? Some people can get harassed by family. Some people can be harassed or by authorities. Sometimes even on the job, it's like, man, why is this person always trying to have issues with me? This supervisor, this person, whatever the case may be. Some people can be harassed by government, by some in the church trying to bind and try to restrict your movement, trying to restrict and restrain your promotion and your elevation. Peter was doing what the Lord called him to do and got arrested. Because this King Herod was feeling himself, and he was like, hey, you know, I'm going to harass. And it says this, some of the church, who did he go after? He went after those that were more threatening. (laughs) He went after those that were a threat, those that were moving in the things of God. So he took it upon himself and was like, hey, you know, I'm going to stretch out my hand. But what can man's hands do compared to God? So we know that. Nothing can happen. As a matter of fact, it says this as you read on in verse 21. So on a set day, Herod arrayed in royal apparel. This is afterwards. So he was feeling himself making some officiation. Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and gave an oration to them. And the people kept shouting, the voice of a God and not of a man. Then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give glory to God and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God grew and multiplied. Herod stretched out his hand against some of the church. An angel came and struck Peter on the side, gave him a word. Angel used his hands, Peter, get up, to wake him up. Herod, filling himself with his authority all stretched out, harassing the church, another angel came. He struck again, but brought somebody down. So what you're seeing here, even in the midst of us, you kind of see some things that are trying authorities and things in the spirit realm trying to stretch out their hand. 
But when we as people of God, when we rise up, when we wake up, when we know that we have no change, some things can happen. Some things can happen. Somebody say hands free. <laughs> hands free. There's things that we know sometimes, you know, even if we're driving, they have things now where, um, you know, especially I believe in the state of Maryland, you know, they want you, if you have to take a phone call, you should have it hands free. So that way your hands can continue to do what they need to do without being occupied with something else. Because that something else can be a distraction. So I believe in this season, matter of fact, I know it, the Lord wants us hands-free. Because not only do hands mean authority, but they also represent an ability. They represent an abilities because the Bible says this. Remember the St. Peter that had chains, that had power, or, 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 or people tried to change him. The Bible says this, that signs and wonders were done through the what? Hands of the apostles. Meaning that there are some things that your hands are called and designed to do without restraint, without change. Your hands have a work to do. I need to say that again. Your hands have a work to do, and we have to realize that, hey, there's no change. I know sometimes we feel, sometimes it's like, man, I feel like I've been trying to do this, and I've been trying to work on this, and it's been some resistance. I'm telling you today, the chains are off. The chains are off. Some things that I've been trying to produce, some things that I'm trying to, you know, work within the ability that God has given. I'm telling you, the chains are off. My goodness. You are free to use your hands. Somebody just lift your hands right now. Say, thank you, Lord. Those beautiful hands you got. Nobody has hands like your hands. Nobody has the fingerprints that you have. Thank you, Lord. Mm. You are free to use your hands. So now, here's a very provocative question. What does a fully free you look like? Mm-hmm. What does a fully free you look like? The very question is like, whoa. And the very question can sometimes be faced with some other questions that we might have or just start to wonder and try to, try to picture. And sometimes it can take us a while to get going because of change. Because maybe we have felt some restriction and felt some resistance. And we know about, we, many of us have heard about the story about how you can have a young elephant that'll be in chains that are too strong for it at the moment. And it'll be staked to the ground. And then when it tries to pull, it can't. But as it gets bigger and comes to a point of maturation, it has the ability to be free. But because it's been conditioned over a protracted period of time, 
those small little chains can hold such a mighty and majestic and powerful creature because of what's been lodged in his mind. So now it looks at those chains and says, oh, even though though it's bigger than those chains, it sees it or feels just a slight little tug and says, oh, I can't go any further. What does a fully free you look like when you realize that the chains are off? Here's what's heavy about it. Because those chains that Peter had or that were placed on him, I should say, they were real. He went to sleep with those chains. But then a greater reality shows up and those chains fall off. But he thinks it's just a dream. So he has a dream, if you will. He has a dream or a vision of his deliverance. He has a picture of walking fully free, not realizing that, hey, this is actually reality, Peter. In other words, let's make it personal to you. You are more free than you realize. You may have gone to sleep with something hanging over your head or something that was diagnosed or something that was yesterday. But today, somebody say today. But chains are off and you have hands free to be able to do and produce what God has called you to, the work that he has called you to. The key is, hey, it's like, man, when we wake up, it's like, so, so go ahead, picture. What does a free you look like? Maybe sometimes it'd be a shame for Peter to be so bound, and not saying that he was, but we don't, matter of fact, let me just make it plain like this. We don't want to be the ones when God says, hey, you're free, but then we, we want to put chains back on us. It was just the other day, I had ran into somebody, and we just had a brief little conversation, and it was just casual, just a quick little, hey, what's going on, da 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 and I had said something out of my mouth, and then as soon as I walked, the Lord was like, what did you say? And I was like, oh, my goodness, that came out of my mouth because of a condition of what had been. How many times have we said something, and it, is, and it, it had become a belief? And then out of that belief, it produced our reality. So the Lord is saying, hey, I'm letting you know that there's a greater reality. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. Free indeed. So the Bible says this in Psalms 90, verse 17. I'm just going to read this one verse. <laughs> and he says this, And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. I'm going to read it again. 
and let the beauty of the Lord God be upon us. As a matter of fact, can you say that with me or re repeat it after me and say, and let the beauty of the Lord God be upon us. And establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Hands free. That means some of y'all have some things, maybe you felt like that it's been tough for you to write. Guess what? No more, Jesus' name. Hands free. The chains are off. The reality is you're free. What the enemy wants to do is try to put a picture that says that you're still bound. The reality is you're free. <laughs> the truth of the matter is there actually aren't any chains. Well, you know, my family has had a difficult time, and this just kind of runs in the family. Well, guess what? Bind that and then understand that you are loosed. Isn't it amazing how the Lord even gave us? He was like, look, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. He said, look, I've given you the keys. So whenever a change tries to show it up, you can be like, uh-uh-uh. I already got keys, so you actually can't even be upon my life. And if by some type of way that you actually, you know, maybe I get permission or create a door and you get on my life, then I'm going to wake up, rise up, and understand now, in the authority, these chains have to fall off. It's amazing because the Bible says who the sun sets free is free how? Indeed. Means, look, this is the reality. You're free indeed. So the Lord had to check me. He was like, man, what did you say? And then I'm walking, and I'm like, oh, my God, Lord, I didn't even realize that just kind of came out of my mouth because of uh, some things that have happened in the past. Pass, and, you know, I saw that it's a pattern, but, Lord, I catch that in the name of Jesus. I caught that in the name of Jesus. Yeah. There was stuff that the Lord is showing. He was like, man, and I'm like, Lord, okay, Lord, keep showing you more. It's a nice, nice little cut, but I understand. He was like, no, this is who you are. Remember, I even said it on Wednesday. I said, I used to say, I'm not a dreamer. <laughs> but then the word was like, hey, wake up, arise quickly. The dream life is going to awaken to you. Yeah. I used to say to myself, it's like, ah, man, you know what? I'm not a trainer. You know, that's just other people. That's the other people. The Lord's like, you're at a ministry. That training is all over the place. It's a chain that showed up. He was like, oh, you can train. And I was like, yeah, what? It? Fall off. You don't want to, again, so we don't want to be wrestling with something like, this is so, I got to break through and try to die and do all this. Like, no, you don't. You wake up, rise up, receive the word, chains got to fall off. And you got other stuff to deal with, not, not this. <laughs> yeah, not the chains. <laughs> There's other stuff to deal with. I need your hands free. So that way I can use them. Because Peter had more lives to touch. I need to say this now, but I'm going to say it again at a later point. Because the Bible says this, you know, Peter actually had to knock on a door, right? And, and of course, the people that were praying for him, they opened the door and all that kind of stuff. But I love it. 
afterwards, Peter was like, well, send this message to this person and, uh, and to that person. And then the Bible says this, he departed from there to go to another place. In other words, your hands have to be free because you have another place to go. You have another place to go. Your hands have to be free in doing what God says that needs to be done, not occupied in, in doing the things that are not productive, the things that are not producing. Because here's one of the tricks of the enemy, what the enemy will try to do. He was like, well, man, if I can't restrict you, then what I'm going to do is try to trick you and to get your hands caught up in busy, unproductive stuff, the things that are unfruitful. And now I can bind you in frustration. Now I can, now I can kind of restrict you and restrain you that way. Hands free. <laughs> hands free. Encourage somebody with this word. Tell them, just tell them and say, hey, you got places to go. <laughs> I noticed something here, and so I'm going to sh share this, but I remember hearing this from some other Jews. You know, my neighbor across the street, he's Jewish. And one thing that I noticed, I never see him cutting his grass. He, he's got other stuff to do. Now, there are moments sometimes, you know, I cut it for, for exercise and things of that nature. But then it was moments where the Lord would just kind of come to me and say, hey, what could you be doing now instead of cutting grass? That's right. That's right. Now, if it was my business, that's a different thing. But it's not my business. It's like, what else can you be doing with your hands? So it's like, man, you know what? Let's take our vehicle to the car wash. I went through the car wash in like 10 minutes. I was like, oh, Jesus, what a revelation. I like this, Lord. That was just 15 to 20 bucks. But it sure did save a whole lot of time. What else can you be doing with your hands? Picture yourself fully free. Peter still had work to do. The church still needed Peter's voice and his sound and the anointing that was upon his life. Okay, good for Peter. He's not here. The church still needs you. The church still needs your sound. The church still needs the anointing that is upon your life as well as the city and territory that you're in, the place where you work, the family that you are a part of. Guess what? They still need you. Some of y'all are like, oh, Lord, my family. Yep, they still need you. Don't get bound up by the past. Hands free. You got to be able to show up to the reunion. Free. You got to be able to show up to dinner, to the birthday party. Free. You don't want past incidences and statements and, and, and disappointments to be like, clink, 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 clink. You're more free than you realize. 
And then whenever you get in that environment and you start to feel that, that's the chains that try to come back on you. You need to say out of your mouth, oh, no, I'm free. Yeah, I renounce this. Oh, no, 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 I'm free. I am not that person, even if they are still the same. I am not. Herod went looking for a bound Peter. Herod went looking for a Peter that was bound. And then when he realized, he's like, whoa, hold up. This happened again? He was arrested before by the Jewish people. I got greater authority to kill. I'm the government. He got out again? What's up with these chains? They're not even unlocked. You still got the key on you. What happened? I don't know. I didn't see nothing. There was such a light. I don't even know what happened. I just know there was a light and Peter was gone. Peter, people are looking for the bound you. The you that used to think, uh, 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 yeah, you know, they used to show up, yeah, yeah. Someone say, not anymore. <laughs> Hands free. Hands free meaning I'm able to drive and get to my destination without distractions. Ain't no more accidents happening. I'm able to keep my eyes on Jesus and my eyes on the road, hands free. I've noticed this sometimes when you pick up the phone, you have a tendency to not pay attention as much to the road because you're listening to the conversation, hands free. We're not going to be distracted. When Lord getting grass cut by somebody else, it costs. Lord's like, yeah, I know. Am I broke? Are you broke? What's your answer? Ooh. It's a humbling thing when God asks you a question because he doesn't ask it like he doesn't know. <laughs> God asks a question to now reveal and to give you a lesson and to teach you something. Whenever the Lord asks me a question, I got to pause and then I got to respond like Peter, Lord, you know. <laughs> Because <laughs> sometimes I'll be quick to say something like, Lord, da, 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 and like, then I start to hear myself talk. It's like, what are you saying? And who are you talking to? Like you're trying to give God information about something as if he's unaware. Then it's like, hold up, Lord, let me put my hand over my mouth. Lord, you know. Now I'm ready to listen so I can learn. Yep, sometimes we talk too much. <laughs> and out of our words, out of the abundance of those, of those words, we get the clank, 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 clank. And the Lord's like, man, just shut your mouth and say what I say. <laughs> learn my ways. Learn of me, in other words. Learn of me. Let me say it again. What does a fully free you look like? What does a fully free you capable of producing 
what can these hands, come on, look at them hands. Them hands have seen some things. Them hands have been through some things. Those hands have also have overcome some things. Those very hands are also chained free. You are free. You are free. You are free. And so it's just one of those things now, whenever you get into that moment and you get into the presence of the Lord and say, okay, God, I thank you that I want to spend this time being, being productive with, and we're, of course, we're saying hands as far as like ability and, and authority. God, I thank you. I'm going to take this time to actually go to work, so to speak. Lord, I thank you that I'm free in Jesus' name. Sometimes the Lord will show something, even as it pertains to laying hands or, 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 or stretching out our hands, so to speak, to be able to speak life into somebody. And then as soon as we picture it, you'll have a thought that'll try to come, be like, no, don't do that. Because this might happen, and this might happen, this might happen, this might happen. It's like, hey, you know, that, 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 that does not belong to me. Lord, what is it that you're saying? Lord, what is it that you're showing? God, I thank you for the freedom in Jesus' name, that I am hands-free. I am not too old. I am not too young. I am, not, I am just right. Come on. I am just right for the work of the Lord, for the yes of God. Let me say that one more time. And let the beauty of the Lord God be upon us and establish the work of our hands. Somebody say, Lord, establish the work of my hands. Now say, yes, establish the work of my hands. Come on, say, yes, establish the work of my hands. Yes, establish the work of my hands. God, yeah, in this season, established means it's fixed, settled. That's what we desire. That's what it is, and that's the reality. It's the greater reality that we live in. I'm telling you, there's just been such a freedom as God has been revealing. I'm like, Lord, thank you for showing that. That chain has been falling off. That chain fell off. That chain fell off. That chain fell off. It's like, Lord, thank you so much. He's like, oh, yeah, son, I'm freeing you up. I'm freeing you up more and more and more. What does a fully free you look like? I'm like, whoo. Fully free? Oh, it's dangerous in the best kind of way. Oh, it's powerful in Christ Jesus. <laughs> this is what fully free sounds like. When Jesus was before Pilate, and Pilate was like, don't you know that I have the authority to release you or to have you executed? What did Jesus say? You have no authority over me except that which has been given by my father. And then as soon as Pilate heard that, guess what? He got shook. He was like, 
I've never heard a free person before. I've never heard a free person before. And he went to the Jews. He was like, look, there is nothing wrong with that man. Get him off of me. <laughs> look, you guys do something. I'm washing my hands free of this because that brother is free. That brother's got something. It's like, he ain't got no change. Like, y'all caught up in religion and tradition and all this type of stuff. He got something I've never seen before. That's what freedom sounds like. <laughs> it knows it's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, we got a greater authority. It's like, you can't put no chains on me. And you can look at people square in the eyes, and I'm telling you, it will, it will be such an uncomfortable moment for them. <laughs> because guess what? You're not speaking to them. You're speaking to that spirit. And that's what we're dealing with. They're trying to show up in all types of ways. You think you're dealing with flesh and blood. You're not. So that's what we got to realize. It's like, oh, in the spirit, I don't have no change. Chains fall off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These hands about to do some things. <laughs> you know, I think recently, you know, my daughters and I, I'm just, I'll finish with this last illustration. You know, I'm just thinking about this, and I pray it relates. I believe it does. You know, we were going to our oldest, you know, football game. Uh, you know, she does color guard. And I think it's very prophetic that she does color guard because we're dealing with flags. I'm like, hey, Victoria, you're just not just waving flags. Like, you, you're doing some stuff. You're color guard. But needless to say, you know, I had a chance to go to the first game. She did such a wonderful job. So awesome. Love my girl. And she's like, uh. But before we even got there, uh, my younger two, we were outside, you know, by the car. We were playing with some sticks. And I was telling them, you know, about karate chopping. So one actually saw the stick, and then when they used their hands, but then it said, ah. even though in their ability, they could have broken the stick, but in their mind, they saw the stick and said, ah, and just went slower, because it's like, man, I can't break it. The other one saw the stick and said, yeah, <laughs> broke right through the stick. So I told the other one again, I was like, look, your hand can break this stick. Don't think about the stick. Just know that your hand is able to do it. Took their hand. <laughs> Did it again. I was like, no, you could break the stick. It's like you could break it. Got another stick for the other one. Other one took it. Yeah. Karate chopped it again. The other one this time. I was like, come on, you could break the stick. I was like, what you need to do and just don't go in soft. Use what you got. Yeah. Took the stick. Finally, took the hand and God, finally broke the stick. But it wasn't the stick that she broke through. It was the stick or the barrier in her mind that she broke through. Once she got over that, she was able to break the stick. The stick was easily, was already within her ability to be broken. Once she saw it enough, be like, hold up. I done seen a couple of sticks get broken now. Father, 
You're saying I can break this stick? Oh, hear that. Father, Dad, you're saying I can break this stick? Absolutely. It is well within the capability of your hands. Okay. I see the stick, but I know there's a greater reality of this stick being broken. Yeah. But I'll just even finish with this. Let's stand. <laughs> I just need to say this, and I believe this is the word again. You've already broken through. Because Christ has already removed the chains. Our responsibility now is to rise up quickly and then to continue to hear the word of the Lord. Lord, what shall I put these hands to in this season? I'm not going to get bound by busy work. I'm not going to get bound by bondage. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for that which you've called me to in this season. I'm not going to get distracted because I have hands free. <laughs> that means some conversations, ah, you know, I can't, I can't entertain. And some people, you can politely say, hey, you know, thank you, but uh, uh, I, don't, I don't see it that way. <laughs> That's not who I am. That's not my belief. Because some people will say stuff ignorantly, unknowingly. Well-meaning, but ignorant. But it's like, hey, no, no, because I, it's like, nah, I'm not talking to you, but I'm talking to you. It's like, I, I understand what's going on. Well, come on, hands free. Hands free. <laughs> hands free in Jesus' name. Hands free. Yeah, hands free. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you command men to lift up holy hands, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that this isn't just our hands being lifted, God, in the natural but it's our hands being lifted in the spirit with your hands. I thank you, Father, for a revelation of the liberty that we have, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that every word, Lord, that we may have even spoken out of our own mouth, we renounce right now in the name of Jesus. And, and this will be just kind of even some of a process, some stuff the Lord might show now and just say, go ahead and renounce that. And there's some stuff it will be as you go and as you're walking throughout the day and throughout the week, some things that the Lord will show. Because... He'll show it and be like, oh, God, thank you. And then just you begin to renounce. And I'm telling you, it's in his mercy and in his grace and his goodness. He's like, yeah, because you got to be fully free. So that way your hands can touch and your hands can release the anointing. And that God can use your hands as his hands. <laughs> in Jesus' name. I'm going to say it again. Arise quickly. You are more free than you have realized in the past, but today you are 
now in a greater realization and reality of your liberty. This wasn't a dream, it wasn't a vision. This is the truth. It's now. No more chains. Those chains don't belong to you anyways. And the chains fell off. And the chains fell off. I pronounce it now. And the chains fall off. And the chains fall off in the name of Jesus. The chains fall off your hands. The chains fall off in the name of Jesus.